welcome to another Not For Nothing with your host with the most, sometimes eat toast, uh, Chris and Chris. You are such a good rhymer. I am. Yeah. 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 I'm like iced tea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more like that's vanilla ice. My, that's but... about my rhyme skill set. Ice tea <laughs> rhymed really, like his rhymes are bad. It's Yeah. It's really sort of. Um... It's like hustler. Yeah. Hustler. Bu- hustler. Bu- bustler. <laughs> Go back to hustler. H U S T L E R. I spelled it out. How was that? <laughs> it keeps uh, it simple, man, but it's effective. The reason I the reason I uh, I welcomed um, America and Toronto, mm. according to Major League Baseball, that's the world. And guess what? We have a new World Series champion. We have a ch- world champion. <laughs> Wait. In the eyes of the MLB. Wait, so why Toronto, is Toronto and involved the United in that, States though? crowned their newest World Series champ, Road Warriors, Washington Nationals. Nationals? Nationals. Nats. Yeah. yeah. Naturals? Naturals? Nationals? Yeah. Anyway. Naturals? Yeah. Uh, Chris, <laughs> did you watch the WS last night? I did not. <laughs> did you watch a single playoff game? Uh, yeah. I, oh, you watched some Yank Jankies. Well, those I did watch like an inning here or there of the of the the Nationals, the World Series, okay. just because I was like flipping channels and I was like, oh, I go see what's going on, and then it was like, how was it? And it was boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not watch. I I gleefully did not watch a single inning of playoff or World Series baseball. I did manage to lose money on it, of course. So maybe I should be watching it in order mm. to make money. Mm. I thought those Astros were a lock. It's, uh, well, unfortunately, they were not. Yeah. Nationals had some really good pitching, though, so that, I think that was kind of the great equalizer there that um, it was, a lot of people man. were kind of sleeping on. Yeah, on how uh, – and really, that's all that matters when come playoff time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, the pitching age-old Trump's, tale, right? Yeah, like, yeah. as long as you can pitch. Although this one was a little crazy, though, because, because every road team won the game. Right. But did you notice I didn't I didn't look at any box scores or anything. Was there was pitching was it that typical bullshit where it's like, oh, you pitch four innings and then here comes a starting pitcher and here comes another starting no. pitcher for like actually no? well the last couple games, um Strasburg and the yeah, the Strasburg uh one of the guys uh went like eight innings or almost the whole game. Really? Yeah. For the Nationals? I think so, yeah. And even with oh, the, I think the cool. Astros, the couple of their guys went like at least, you know, six, seven. So I thought it was actually kind of um it was a, it was, a, I think it was a different kind of a World Series, kind of unique. Although both of them, I don't think, had really great bullpens, so I think they kind of stressed their starting pitchers a little bit more naturally because they're, uh, they're also like four or five of the best starting pitchers in the game, probably. So, right, it makes sense. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm just, you know, I'm ex- excited for Bryce Harper to finally get a ring. Um, <laughs> he deserved it for sticking with his team mm-hmm. and, you know, like really re- not chasing the money. Like this is what it's all about really at the end of the day, right. Is, is not selling out, but like staying with your team that brought you there and, and, mm-hmm. and eventually it pays off. Right. Mm-hmm. So good, good job for him. <laughs> Chris, would you rather have $300 million or a world series ring? I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question, right? I mean, I don't, it is, uh, I think I'm taking the 300 I think, million. I think, I think with baseball, because you play fucking so much, that ring might be worth it. Now, it's not to say he wouldn't. It's not I'm like not sure anymore, 300 though. million or like it's not like a World Series ring is worth 300 million. But is it worth the difference in salary from Philly to Washington plus the ring? Right. I, I mean, so, so that's the that's the rebuttal is that, OK, you could have gotten 250 million and now you got a World Series ring. So yeah. or maybe he didn't. Maybe he takes a place of one of those other great 
national players I can't name. Sure. Cruz? Was that one? <laughs> I don't Cole? think so. I don't think Cole? So. Yeah. Trenton? Cranky? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> cranky. Yeah, I think it's the Cranky. <laughs> Wasn't there a Cranky or Crenton? Uh, Granky. Kershaw? With a, gr- with a G. Kershaw. Yeah. There's yeah. a Kershaw. There's a Kershaw, yeah. Did he do good? Uh, no, he did not, as usual. He was terrible in the playoffs. Um, oh. Uh, but I, you know, listen, and also like, you know, if, if Bryce Harper stayed, I, you can make the argument that maybe the Nationals just aren't, weren't good with him, right? you know, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I don't There's know. A, I, I'm, I'm he, glad the Nationals his, won. Didn't he fight someone in his own, on his own team he in the dugout have. once? I don't Do you know. remember that? No, because we don't watch baseball, Chris. Yeah, but there is a cool... Instagram you could watch is just sports fights and I'm pretty sure there's one of Bryce Harper fighting like someone on his team mm. in the dugout. Well there'll be another one posted uh, from last night but that's a different sport but we can talk about Ah uh, it is but the the one we'll get com- to that. so so oddly enough uh Houston was also playing Washington in basketball. Mm-hmm. And man I was watching the shit out of that game. It was so exciting. You were jazzed. Was, that, that, that game was so fun. It was the uh it was the Wiz home mm-hmm. opener. Mm-hmm. And they gave it everything they had. They really gave it everything they had. And the exciting part was is whenever the the Nats would score, they'd show it on the big screen and the place would go crazy. And then the and then like Bradley Beal would do something good or Isaiah Thomas would do something good. Like it was the the crowd's enthusiasm for, for like getting a lead in the World Series like rolled over into the into the game. And it's it's really one of the more unfortunate things that the that the Wiz couldn't have hold, held on because apparently they were going to watch, they watched the game, the World Series game. They got to stay in the stadium and watch it on the big screen after. Mm-hmm. So if they would have won, if they would have beat Houston twice on two different yeah, that been levels, yeah. it would have been incredible. Unfortunately, fucking, like, Harden? Houston has a thing, man. They, they, It's kind of interesting to watch. I, I recommend you check out how Harden and Westbrook play off each other because it's, it creates so many more open shots for other players. And Westbrook just gives Harden the ball. Like, he he seems to not give a shit. I think it, Harden, as long as, or sorry, as long as Westbrook is getting his triple-double, I don't think yeah. he cares how many points he scores. I agree. And he, and he like, picks, he seems to be more choosy about, he's, he's fine to get, he's fine to play off ball. And, uh, and he's, like, blocking shots and shit. Like, he's, he's playing, I hate to admit it, but I, Really like Russell Westbrook right now. <laughs> well, like his, we'll see his if it can sustain exciting. itself, and right. and and we'll see as the season goes on. Like you know, for now, like you know, Chris Paul and and Harden were playing nice and getting along, and everything was kumbaya, whatever you want to say. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, they already they I already saw the clip of the one game they were arguing a couple days ago or something. So I, I don't know if that uh, meant anything or not. I'm not reading into it too much, but I'm just saying like there's. You know, you never know. Though. There's potential, and there's this is what they did for the last couple of years. Is like guys would get their opportunities during the regular regular season in games, and they would tr- Harden would trade off with whoever, and they'd get their points and their stats or whatever. And then come playoff time, I'm just not sure it, it's the formula. But, but it, the, the difference between this and Chris Paul was like it didn't feel like Harden was trading off anything. Harden was getting all the looks. I mean, he scored like 50 plus last night. Yeah, uh, and the Wiz, the Wiz were he might average so 40 this that year. Came, is that crazy to think? What's that? Harden averaging like Average, 40? Not at all. Dude, like they he's so calm and it's it was crazy. So I I watched not to make this into a whole basketball thing, but Hachimura, you were right. Like he endeared he endeared himself to me a lot last night. But there was one moment where it was one-on-one Hachimura against Harden and Hachimura looked like he was having like a seizure trying to defend him. <laughs> yeah, man, you like can't. He was just he was doing this weird spaz out thing 
and Harden just had him. Like, yeah. and everybody just backed off. Like, even like Wiz players were like, "I don't want any part of this. I don't <laughs> want to be in the screen when he fucking jumps his shit." And he did. He just. I'm surprised Rui didn't get a fucking penalty on it. He was like so slow in his reaction that Harden couldn't even get him to like jump in time to get a foul on the three. <laughs> That's how fucking bad it was. I mean, it's, it's, and, it's, and the Wiz announcers were like, he did a great job. I mean, what, what, what else could you do? And I'm like, I don't know. Defend. It's true. I mean, what else like can you a do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everyone looks like a spaz these days. I mean, people are crossing each other. They're not even crossing over anymore. They're just like faking people out. The one dude, what was the, the, I was the game the other night that the guy, I, I don't know even know if it was Harden or not. I can't, this is terrible, but like the guy, he like went to his left and then went back to his right and the guy like backpedaled and just kind of like fell over. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're not even like you weren't even trying to play defense, and you just like know, it's like this. It's gotten it's kind of ridiculous at this point. I it's definitely weird because like the carry rules and the travel rules. Yeah. Like you can take so many steps now. Right. It's like it's not a defender's game. How did um, how did Harden's one footer jumper look now? I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> he only he only plays. Uh, as far as I can tell, he only plays north or east west. Like he never. It's just either straight to the hoop or straight shot straight on. Like he's just like direct in front of the hoop either, right. and either like shoots it or he goes, it's kind of like when a bead does that weird head fake thing mm. and drives mm-hmm. from last year. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but like with a talented guard. <laughs> right. doing it. Right. Um, but not to do not to, not to take it too far into basketball already, because right. I do think that there is a, um, there is something very sexy about baseball right now. And it's not just thinking about it. So you don't come, uh, <laughs> Actually, you think about it so you can come. Yeah. Chris, tell me, tell me more about this because you dropped a real uh, – you made me go into some weird corners of the internet to figure out what the fuck you were talking about. First of all, <laughs> let me set this up for you. I got a text message from Chris yesterday. Uh, it was like this – it's like a screenshot of the world's smallest font. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to like blow up whatever he was right, yep. sending me like – in, mm-hmm. An insane amount on my phone to even get the gist of what he had I, said. I'm making me. you work for it, Chris. You know. Okay, so you what did get, I? You, know, you just can't get what pleasure. What did I get? Know, just, what did you send me? So apparently, there was a story like a week or so ago that came out, and and like people, I saw it on Twitter. It was there was a press press release from a company um, called Cam Soda, which is an adult camming website. Cam so like cam, yeah, like camming. I think is like uh, webcams. I think or something, right? I'm not I'm sure. I didn't really that. do. I didn't really do, do deep, deep dive research on this one. I'm all over it. I'm looking it up. But I just thought there was a coincidence. Like two things happened that were very similar and uh, related to baseball in the last week. I don't think it can be a coincidence. So the first one is uh, what you were talking about. What I sent you is the guy decided that female fans, uh, which he quotes in his press release, many of who are forced to watch baseball by their husbands need help in providing an immersive and tantalizing experience unlike anything before <laughs> by sinking a sex toy to the action of a baseball game. <laughs> so how do you do that? And legitimately, quote unquote, legitimately enjoy the game sexually, of course. <laughs> Is this like a, a VR thing? No. So, like- well, so somehow it, it, it sinks. Uh, I, I don't know if they get a feed from, from somehow from the baseball game. That is, you know, um, then transla- uh, translated wirelessly to the sex toy vibrator type thing. Okay. okay. Um, so the the toy will vibrate when, when when certain things happen during the game. So like balls and strikes. There's like. But faster. do you get to choose? Do you get to be like, oh, I only want it to vibrate when like 
Scherzer <laughs> throws a ball or whatever. Because he's so hot. I'm just thinking about Scherzer. Yeah. yeah. I want my butthole to vibrate every time Scherzer throws a right. star. Oh, my God. This is amazing. So I just looked up Cam Soda, <laughs> and there's an ad that says, what? It's all these girls watching the Kentucky Derby. It says, watch the Derby. Connect Derby cast. Oh, my God. Feel the Derby. Oh, yeah. The hoof. The that hoof, is crazy. So basically, beats. like, you're going to have a bachelorette party. This is nuts. <laughs> it's basically a bachelor party shoving dildos in their butt or vaginas yeah. and then watching the derby. Yeah, and this then you and, and then the vibrator like wins? slows speeds up or slows down depending on what what's happening. Wow. Would anyone do this? No. No, this is invented by a guy who has no understanding of how to make like a woman happy in or out of bed. Right. Right. right, like he, and this is a guy who doesn't even watch baseball either. I think for the most part, because there's a lot of well, there's not really a lot God of action in a baseball game. God love him for that. We can't we can't fault the man for not watching baseball. At least sinking up to basket, like horse racing, actually makes it a little more a lot more sense. <laughs> That's the one I'm kind of obsessed with now. Now that Derby Cast, as it's known by Cam Soda, which is the weirdest name, right? Like it's, Cam Soda. Yeah, I'm on the Cam Soda website now. Right. So oh boy, now you're in trouble. I'll now be you're deleting my I'll be deleting my history as soon as I get off of this uh, pod. <laughs> I'm texting your wife to check your computer later. <laughs> wow, this is fucking fantastic. It's bonkers, right? Like this yeah. is what. So this guy thinks that he can get women off by by you know because they have to watch sports. First of all, they don't have to watch sports. Second of all, I'm not sure if they want to play with themselves while they're watching sports. No, but no, this dude is really reaching. There's also he's got a he's got a uh, he's got a vibe of a vapegasm, oh, which God. will. <laughs> oh Jesus, man! This guy's I don't just, know how the two. Tie he's just together. trying for everything, isn't he? He's yeah. just yeah. He's just, he must be so rich, or so poor that he's just trying to vent something that'll make him rich. Like he might just be hemorrhaging money on everything else. Where he's like, I need a I need a gimmick here. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. Yeah, this my is crazy. websites aren't oh. working. I need something else. Well, thank you for introducing me to the world of Cam Soda yeah. and making baseball a little bit more fun for me. Well, I know what our wives are getting for Christmas, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> a Cam Soda and a subscription to MLB. <laughs> the Let's package. go, Tigers. You get, it's there, though. The, see, now you get the package. There's a whole tie in here. I think he's exactly, missing, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. There's nothing that makes my wife more turned on. Like shoving something into her vagina and watching a four-hour game. <laughs> right for three and a half. Oh man! Four hours. I wonder if they would catch. I wonder if they'd catch it at at the metal detector in the game because otherwise she could do it in real time. Oh, like at the yeah. game would be amazing. Yeah, at the game. Then you would get a lot of like fans are sort of like, like yeah. Ooh, see yeah. now that's something. Or yeah. you could do it. You could sync it with movies. So like when Meg Ryan does mm-hmm. the, like the fake yeah. orgasm right. and catches. Yeah, or like scary be, movies, so it like girls, makes it maybe it's not so scary then love, for them people. Oh, girls love, love vibrating vaginas during like Nightmare on Elm Street. I, they love it. <laughs> Finally, I don't have to put a pager in my wife's vagina and call it every time Freddy comes out. <laughs> like who who gets Someone off thought of, of it all doing other things, right? I Oh, like if you're not watching it. porn or something and you're, but you're watching just like regular TV or sports or something, are a lot of people like trying to like get off to that? I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't. I, we don't need to spend any more time on it. Uh, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> okay. sad. And weird. It's sad. Did it's sad. Have, it's ridiculous. It's so did, stupid. Was there some other sexy thing you wanted to talk about with baseball? Yeah. As yeah. So doctor, uh, apparently doctor, there was, 
the was, Dr. Babe Ruth of our of our pod. Somewhat in yeah. <laughs> She's an inspiration to us all, Chris. Um so apparently like in game 5 or 6, one of the games of the World Series, I'm not sure which one it was, but two millennium or millennial like Instagram models, I guess. I don't know what they they are exactly or if they're really famous or not, but they're somewhat famous maybe. We're sitting behind oh, home yeah, yeah. plate. Right. And then they like when uh, I don't know if it was Scherzer, one of the people were pitching and then like they lifted up their their tops and they they showed their boobs. Um and then that yeah, that was it. That's the story. So <laughs> No, and then so apparently they got kicked out right away. And like all the dudes around were like perving on them. And then after the game, they um, apparently Major League Baseball like tracked them down, figured out who they were, and immediately sent them a letter saying you're banned from baseball for life or indefinitely or something like that. Okay. And then these two women um, went on whatever social media or something and was like basically were like, oh, they did it for breast cancer awareness. Right. Which I think they were they were sort of tongue in cheek. Yeah. But then they also point out the ridiculous double standard of men being able to go like topless whenever they want to. Right. But then also they promoted themselves as one of their like websites, which is called Shag Mag, which I think is like some sort of weird like PAF or softcore porn site or something. I don't know. Or just topless women. Maybe. I'm not sure. Now I'm going to Shag Mag. Yeah. See, there Thanks. you go. So now I got uh, – see, there's two websites for you, I everyone, really, to look up I feel now. really behind on my uh... – Yeah. You are. I feel yeah. – oh, okay. It's just – it's it's Instagram with girls with uh, the word nipple over their nipples. Oh, Great. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I just look at booze. So interesting. So it's a, enough, so it's a um, stupid non-story, but these two combined. But there, but there is an interesting take on this. Right. And, and, I, and, and I wanna and I wanna I wanna read you something if I can. Okay. Uh, from the Facebook page of Brian Rosenworcel, who is a the drummer for Guster, but he's also a kid I play basketball with from time to time. And uh, his his take was and I'll read you this quickly. It says, this is interesting. I don't need to get into topless equality right now or care to justify the act of distracting pitchers with boobs. But if MLB is so quick to ban these models for life over the stunt, I hope they also ban umpire Rob Drake, who tweeted a violent threat the other day mm-hmm. in, in a movement of MAGA impeachment rage. Mm-hmm. This is what he tweeted. I will be buying an AR-15 tomorrow because if you want my president, if you want to impeach my president this way, you will have another civil misspelled war. Yep. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I know the parallels aren't exact, but I thought that was really well said. Totally. Uh, also, like boobs are boobs. Who boobs fucking cares? Yeah. If there was a dude you taking his shirt like off and flashing his second. flashed his man tits, right? People would like he'd be on the fucking jumbotron. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you saw him for a second, like barely saw him. Like no, most people didn't even notice him except for like apparently one guy caught it and like recorded it and then put it out there and was like, oh hey, this happened. I mean, just, I, I'm sure they're super bummed they can't, like, go to a baseball game again because <laughs> heavens knows. Like, they probably were just crying about that all day. I think they've done this I, at other events I would love and stuff to too. get that ban. Could I have that ban? Yeah, right? Can oh, I my God. It's brilliant. From baseball? Yeah. All right. Let's go to a game next year and we'll take our shirts off. Let's take our shirts and, off. And we'll then promote we'll... not for nothing and we'll never have to go to a baseball game again. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sounds great. It's so great. Oh, man. It's a genius. All right, let's get off baseball. Okay, great. Okay. Um, but can you imagine, though, no, even these two things can't even make baseball more attractive or more interesting? No. Right? No. Like, that's I mean, the whole point of this, why I brought this up, is that, like, you have these two things that are somewhat similar uh, combined and happening within a week of each other, and then, like, it's it's not even drawing any more interest in, like, a Super World Series game. That was, I think, the lowest-rated World Series of all time, maybe. Or, one of, like, should, one of the lowest-rated. I should... Because of how violent 
and sort of right wing and horrible the NFL is, I should want to not watch it more. Yeah. If football just was more boring, they would get like that would be so much easier for me to stop watching. Like I could stop well, watching baseball so easily. Football for some reason keeps pulling me back, even though politically it really like uh, like you know right it it I'm, I'm, it affects me and it yeah. makes it pushes me away. Although with all these penalties and de- and delays of games with, well, with these calls and replays, it, they're on their way to like making Man, this really it is, fucking. It boring. is bad when the announcers and and everyone just keeps talking about it. That Steeler game on Monday night where hmm. Flores was so fired up and he wasn't necessarily fired up about the ultimate spot of the ball on the Tomlin uh, replay. It was I think that it took so fucking long for it yeah. to happen. Right. And then uh, go was, back and like, cause then they, they, like they went into the fourth quarter already and then they went back and it was like, you, I mean, uh, you know how I feel about, I, I, I think instant replay in football should just not exist. I think there yeah. should be no instant replay. I, I'm coming I around think, with you. I think this. that the process of how they do it is completely so that Microsoft surface can have a uh, product placement. There's no reason for a referee to be standing three inches from another man, like, and looking at his chest while the other guy tries not to make eye contact. It's awkward. It's weird. It's like the whole, the whole, and and the refs are never gonna side with anything that like they're always like even if it's unmistakable, uh, they're always gonna they're always gonna lean towards whatever they called first, and it's so it's just like they right, don't they fucking don't, and then they listen, don't have it. They they that whole if, it, if it's not if it's not a level playing field, if it's not done like without any sort of like you know uh, left or right leaning or whatever like. It, you know, if it, it could, if it can just be a, a factual replay, sure, done by a, an unbiased judge in a timely fashion, that seems like the easiest way to do it. It's a replay. Instead, we've got the fucking guy running the game, going to the sideline, trying not to fucking breathe on some weirdo standing below him with a fucking Microsoft Surface, and then coming back and just telling us what we saw was wrong. Like, it's fucking dumb. I, I had two similar thoughts from that same game, Chris, from Pittsburgh, and you just remind me of them. And, and one of them is, why why is there why do the refs take so long in announcing the the call, right? Like like so everything else is kind of a, you have a PA announcer in most games, right? And they right. announce like what happens and like another first down or there's a holding penalty. Like they're already announcing that. Why can't just get there shouldn't be refs on the field at all anymore. It should all be done computers and, and electronically, you. right? And yes. like, and and then I started thinking. I was like, maybe there's one guy on the field just to announce it. But then I'm like, no, he doesn't need to announce it. Just have the PA guy announce yeah. the penalty. Yeah. You move yeah. on. You're gonna save 15 to 30 there's seconds. There's no fucking offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators on the field. Why do referees have to be on the field? Right. Like you, you can do this all more or sort of organically and save. You can shave time off though that way, which in it one in and of itself in one play isn't much. But when you have you know 16 penalties a game, that's a lot of time actually that you can shave off here from just procedurals. Totally. Did you did you also see how they went about it? So they they the it was a the call on the field was a first down for right. those who didn't watch. Uh, Mike Tomlin challenged the spot of the football. The referee went back and instead of uh, choosing a new place of the spot, he 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 chose a place for the spot, but then he went back and made them remeasure. But they'd already moved the stick, so essentially they had. The chain gang, right. whatever they are, right. had to go back to an arbitrary place on the field and then re-measure. The chains in and of itself are stupid. Yes. Like the chains don't make any sense. Like so they so basically they used video to place a football, but then had two bumbling fucking sausage heads go out and, and try to remember where they placed one of the 
I, I guess exact posts because you know those chains are so exact. I'm sure it's it's perfect every time. We have, and then they remeasure it. It's like this is so hokey. Like it was just ridiculous. We have, I think we have chips in the balls now. We have chips on on the players like shoulder pads, giving all yeah. kinds of data and input. You can't have something electronically on the sidelines instead of a stupid fucking stick and chains. People want it. No, they I just, don't think they do. I just don't think people are. are like, no, no. I mean, they want like they want to move on. I, I don't. I oh, don't right. know. Yeah. Who's so in support of this, like old timey slash, but with some technology version of how things are. are I don't think anybody wants to put in the effort to try to like you know figure out something new and different and innovative and like and then they're worried about like maybe the consequences. I've, I don't know, man. I'm, I I can't get in these people's heads because most of this is infuriating and mind numbing in the first place. Agreed. Okay, so. We'll get back to football because I got some thoughts on that. We're mm-hmm. gonna talk a little basketball. We'll get through it pretty quickly. Okay. Let me just tell you a funny thing that happened to me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, let me set this up. I was working uh, last weekend at uh, the Brookfield Place Halloween, an event that I've done uh, mm-hmm. for a, a thousand years. <laughs> and me and my old business partner Jody every year always dress up. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've never been to the Winter Garden at Brookfield Place. There are like 16 palm trees in the winter garden. Yes. That's like it's like sort of the 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 look of it. So this year, Jody and I decided we would wear all brown and we made these crazy palm tree hats, right? So we were the 17th and 18th palm trees uh, <laughs> for Halloween. It's and then the event itself happens and we're just walking around it. So also a couple of nights before Iverson had re-reissued the Iverson question tennis shoes, the Reeboks. Okay. Um, and I really fucking wanted a pair. Mm. Um, and so I was like, I, I'd, I'd been talking about them and, and one of the guys that works with us has a shoe guy and he hooked it up and was uh-huh. like, I got to go out to Jersey to pick up a pair of these shoes. Anyway, I'm riding the escalator on Halloween <laughs> at the winter garden. Trust and palm I noticed that the guy in front of me is wearing those fucking Iversons. And I was like, Oh shit. Those are those fuck. I fucking love those Iversons. Then I realized the guy in front of him was also wearing Reeboks. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Like, who rocks Reeboks this hard? And then I was like, wait a minute. That's fucking Allen Iverson. Like, that's Allen Iverson in f- standing right there. And no one's noticing. It's Iverson and two dudes all wearing fucking Reeboks. So I do a little walk past, make sure it's Iverson for real. He's wearing shades and a fucking – and a red hat. and and But he's wearing those broke-ass pants that he always wears, those weird, faded, like the last guy on earth still wearing true religion pants or whatever. <laughs> Uh, but I see his crew thick tattoo, and I know, and is, and I know for a fact because I've got all Iverson's tattoos memorized. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I know it's AI. Uh, so I go. Did you say what's up? Well, so here's what's up. Okay. So I, Iverson, I, <laughs> Iverson is walking, and I, and so I, he's got these two dudes or bodyguards or whatever. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like accosting Iverson, which no one wants, I just go to his dude and I go it's like, Yo, hey, could I? Say hi to AI. <laughs> but I got a fucking palm tree on my goddamn head. I look like a maniac. Like, I look like a crazy fucking maniac. And the dude took one look at me and was like, nah, man. <laughs> you, you, palm tree man, you're not fucking me now. Just <laughs> so straight up said no. And I was like, respect. I was like, I got like. I was like, I fucking, of course not. Like, and, course and, th- not. and I, so then I called my wife and I was like, yo, I just fucking almost met Iverson, but like this dude, like kind of cock blocked me. And she was like, thank fucking God he did. Cause the last thing you want to try to do is get a fucking selfie. Oh looking my God, like a palm that would be amazing. With the angry Alan Iverson 
She's like, it would have ruined everything in your whole world. So, <laughs> so I feel like I did the right thing. Though. I did. I like, I, I could uh. like, I definitely was like a, a depressed that I was dressed as a palm tree in that moment. Uh, but why don't you just give him the shout out then? Be like, yo, AI, what's up, man? I love you. Cause he's on the phone. Uh, he's on the phone. All right. Uh, it was just, it was like the time. And I, it just, everything happens so quick, quickly. I was like, oh my God, the guy's wearing the shoes. And I was like, oh my God, that's how an Iverson wearing the shoes. <laughs> and like no one around knew what was up. It was crazy. So I took a picture of his back. Yeah. Like, you sent it as to he me. He walked away. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that was it, man. That was, a I, I, uh, it's a good AI story. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, I feel kind of happy. Like it's, I've been in the room with AI multiple times and I've never once made an ass of myself. So, uh, all right. Well, the streak continues. Exactly. The streak continues. (laughs) So that's my shit. Okay. See you like, you run into like Alan Iverson on the streets and stuff. I run into like the fourth dude on on, like good morning football on the NFL network. And like, I passed him (laughs) on the street and I was like, Hey, I should say hi. And then I'm like, I don't care. Why should I say hi to him? (laughs) Like Peter Schrager, like the guy, uh, he's fine all, but it's not like, Whatever, you know, like, I don't know. It's like, ah, man, we have the, we have very uh, different interactions on, on like somewhat famous people in the streets. The funny thing is, no, I mean, there were fucking 15,000 people at this event. Not a single other person saw Iverson. Like I was the only one. I don't think they, I don't think, um, I, I started on the lookout. Yeah. You know? Right. And well, first of all, that was my other question was why is Alan Iverson? If nobody knows really, but shopping the, at J crew, he had a J crew bag, I okay. guess. Like you, you don't, you really khakis. don't go to like Brookfield Place. I mean, it's a it mall was, now, but you like it's weird. It's not so, a place we, I would think anybody like that would go to. Yeah, he's he lives in Philly. Right. Uh, I mean, it's he lives kind in, of a sorry, touristy in, kind of place. In Jersey. Right. And uh, and I know that he like I, I follow him on Instagram, and he would he, uh, I think he did, he he did like a uh, some sort of event with uh, CC Sabathia. Okay. So I think he had to be in New York, and he would. But yeah, it was it was pretty funny, man. He's just it's just Iverson talking on his He's phone chilling. with two guys yeah. walking on either side mind, of him. Mind his own business. Yeah, and no one fucking giving a fuck. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a, it was pretty funny, man. It's nice. It's nice. I, yeah, I he can just kind of walk wherever he wants and go where and do whatever he wants, and people ain't yeah, bugging him. It, he's also definitely not six foot. Like I can one hundred percent say that <laughs> Allen Iverson did whatever he did. Maybe six foot, but I was yeah. definitely taller than him. Being palm generous. tree, yeah. palm tree, notwithstanding. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I've rambled on too long about that. Do you, uh, speaking of basketball though, do you have any uh, any thoughts on uh, on on the season thus far? Boy, do I. Do you? Um, yeah, sort of in a way. Like I, um, I want to start. I want to give a. How do I say this? I want to start watching PJ Washington on the Charlotte Hornets. Okay. Right, like random name. Dude got drafted. He's a rookie. Uh, he's a, he's kind of like this one of these power forward, stretch forward dudes. He's been balling out in the last couple games, uh, shooting threes, putting up points, rebounds. He's the only reason to watch. I think the Charlotte Hornets this year. But he, from what I've seen of him, he looks legit. Really? Yeah, like legit. What, what, and he's getting shout outs from other other players in the league already, oh, like veterans. Dude, that was like, is this? He's a Kentucky guy, right? Yeah, he's a Kentucky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Like totally underrated coming out, like barely got, I think drafted in the, in the, in like the back end of the lottery, um, and that kind of stuff. So like, I, I don't know. He's, he's one of those dudes that like, he's probably a lot better than people kind of thought or gave him credit for. Um, and he's one of those, you know, one of the guys you kind of start checking out and paying attention to. Well, I mean, so, so I did, well, I don't mean anything, but I, I have not watched him. I definitely will. Yep. I, uh, I like a lot of what's going on with this year's draft class already. Yeah. Um, 
there are some really mature players. Ja is proving to be as good as we thought. RJ is going to develop well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kobe White is already looking like rookie of the year, although he's had a couple rough nights recently. They are playing well. Harrow's fucking amazing. Rui, as I said before, looks nice. Uh, Kendrick Dunn is the the undrafted dude on Miami that was like balling out. Emma T. Seibel is is Mm -hmm. basically a starter Mm -hmm. on a team with multiple all-stars. Like it's, there, there is. It's a great draft class, and it, and the weird thing is, is it's it's like a great great draft class because these players are playing so mature. Like they're playing, yeah, right, really, yep. really interesting. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. good, right, good basketball. Maybe that says something about coaching, but maybe. But it's also so, like I kind of equate to like the like quarterback, like rookie quarterbacks in the last five, six, seven years right, in the NFL. Right, like they've all right. been playing pretty well. Right. You know, and they're not like struggling like you used to be like, oh, they're total busts right from the start. You know, they're actually you know, like somewhat decent and they have a chance to de- actually develop into into a good quarterback, perhaps. Like some of them obviously are struggling, but, you know, I, I think more the vast majority of them are actually doing well. Has uh, has Bull Bull had any burn yet? I haven't. No? no, I haven't. Uh, I don't even know if he's on the ro- their actual roster or if he's like in the G League or something. Oh, uh, he is probably G League. Yeah, You're right. Right. Good. Like Taco Fall is barely getting any run. Well, dude, come on. They're, 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 that's to be expected. But uh, but the but the Celtics other rookie, that Williams dude or whatever. He's, yeah, he, he looks good. He's great, man. Yeah. He, he's got like a full. He's a fully developed NBA. Like he's he's bodying up with yeah. big ass dude. Defensively, he's not a rookie though. So oh, he's not. No, because he, he played. A... I think he played last year. He was a rookie last year. He's the power forward, dude. Robert Williams. Um, I think he was there last year. Maybe I want to say, was. yeah, but yeah, he didn't play very did. much. And then he was like, cause there was like the whole, he like held out or he was injured or something. There was something weird about it. Well, uh, I, uh, I, I definitely, I definitely think, uh, we've got a good, at least good freshman and sophomore draft class. Um, <laughs> or do you have any other thoughts on, on the season? Uh, the only other thing I was like, kind of want to point out and make sure we get out there is the, the Raptors are three and one. I think everyone's like, Oh, see the Raptors are still good and everything. The Raptors beat the Pelicans in overtime. They beat the Bulls, who haven't won a game yet, and they beat the Magic. Like right. those aren't real top tier teams here. We're talking about, right? I've heard some. I've heard some Siakam for MVP chance. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, I mean, he's the only dude. I think he's getting the ball probably like sixty percent of the time. So they're, they're, the whole offense is going through him. It looks like from what I've the little bit of I watched of them. I watched I don't know one of those games. Um, and they lost to the Celtics. So I'm not convinced that they're actually good or gonna be good. Um, um, I mean, I, I still think they're the eighth best team. I'm going to still. Yeah, they're probably that. still right. They might be seven, eight. They might be out of the playoffs, too, though. I don't know. Like, the Pacers look terrible, although they beat well, the Nets. So I don't know what that says uh, about the Nets this that, year. I thought I was I thought Indiana was going to stink. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, I also thought Utah was going to stink. And apparently they're good. They're Listen, Utah's good. They have a lot of good talent on things. They just don't have. I just don't think they can kind of take over the game when need to. Right. Like I don't know if right. Donovan, maybe Donovan Mitchell can. Maybe he, maybe he's that guy this year. So far, he hasn't been. All right. the other pieces, they're complementary pieces to that. Maybe that helps him somehow in that way. I'm just not convinced yet. Like I, I need a full season of them to think that they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, some other, so I mean, in just watching some league pass this year, obviously the Sixers are incredible to watch. Um, that game last night was bonkers. Um, they just the? manhandled the T Wolves, and and that if if I wasn't a Sixers fan, I'd be fucking pissed about the Sixers because they pulled some shenanigans. Like Embiid just unnecessarily roughhousing fucking Carl Anthony Towns, like getting that whole skin. game. Yeah, getting under skin, 
really fucking with him. That fight was kind of just like intense because those guys are so gigantic. Well, so in the, and, and the video doesn't show like kind of how the, the fight, the, 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 yeah, the start is and everything. Right. Yeah. So I was kind of curious. It just seemed like they were kind of just kind of pushing and shoving back and forth a little bit. And then it kind of, it just escalated like quickly. Well, I, I, so there's also this, this argument that Simmons was or was not a peacemaker. Right. And, uh, and fuck Woj. He, dude's never been in a fight in his life. Like if you're fucking, if you get into a squabble and, and your boy's trying to pull the, another dude off of you, all, all Simmons did was like get on Carl Anthony Towns was trying so fucking hard yeah. to get up and throw more punches. Carl Anthony Towns should be like, like sending a thank you card to Ben Simmons. Cause he was desperate to go start throwing some more punches. And, uh, and I, and that, that dude was ben, tapping that out, man. Like he's like, yeah. he was wrestling in the basement with like his brothers, you know, like that yeah. was like, yeah. I, okay. I, I, I don't think, I don't think Sims Simmons was doing anything that was a, a, other than trying to keep Carl Anthony Towns on the ground. I don't think he was trying to like fight him at all. No, I mean, it was mostly they're boys, they're friends. So like, I don't think he, you're going to be that malicious to somebody that you're actually really good friends with. Yeah. I mean, even though you're not keep them on the ground, right? And you're also you have a duty to your teammates, and so there's like a little bit of conflict of interest there, obviously. But uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, it looked like it probably looked worse than it was, and maybe he was really choking him, but I don't know if that was like his intention was to like choke him out or something. I don't. It didn't look. It didn't look that choky to me, but right. It looked like more like he was just trying to stay on top of him, and also like good on Simmons. Like the guy's just been playing great this year. I'm excited about him. Uh, I also have to eat my own balls. The Golden State Warriors are terrible. Like I don't even understand. Listen, like, you don't have you don't have to you don't have to eat them. You might just have to kind of you know sniff them and lick them a little bit. But you're 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 you you weren't like now that Steph is injured and out for months. Now they're they're dead in the water. Yeah. Right. But I still think that you know, and I kind of, I think I was kind of saying it was like they have potential to be good or kind of be terrible. So I think as the season went on, I think they had a, the ability to come together and start playing as a team figure each other out. They're all brand new to each other, it seems like, for the most part. So it's a brand new team. Things are going to happen. And they're all young, and they all have, like, a lot of potential. So I, They're just going to trade D'Angelo to, to, the, to the Timberwolves, and that'll be that. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Uh, I do like watching the Suns, though, even though, uh, see? Even yeah. though that, like, right? the Suns are a fun team to watch. I can't stand Booker, Booker. but the, fine. The, other, the other parts of that team are fun. Um, I mean, Aiton's out now with whatever, but, like, it's... That, I don't think that team will make the playoffs, but they are like no, they I don't do, think definitely they, yeah. seem to like playing with each other. Yeah, and, I think uh, they, they might have Mikel found Bridges something. is still fun. So yeah, the season. This I think we made some. We I think our picks are all like you know still out there and, right. and looking good. I think that the teams that we all thought were the best in the East are the best in the East. And, uh, and so let me let me run one thing by you because I started writing this yesterday about because I I watched the Nets Timberwolves game like last week or whenever that was. And I started having some thoughts about it. When I was watching Carl Anthony Towns, and he was he was lighting them up, he was hitting three pointers, he was he was great in the game. But his his when I started actually you start watching him and you know the camera like you know stays on him after the shot or the play or something, and then the, the way he acts and like his body language is like I was trying to figure out who like who he is and like what kind of a person he is, I guess. And I, so I started writing these things down with thoughts and, it, and it's not, I'm not saying this is exactly who, what I think he is and it's, it's not, but it, this is kind of close as I could get to him. But he, he's kind of that dude who was kind of picked on as a kid by like his older brothers. Right. You know, and like, and like he was kind of like a little like chubby or fat and like kind of people kind of made fun of him. 
you know what I mean? But like yeah. he he could kind of play yeah. basketball or whatever. It was no big deal. And then, but like he's kind of nerdy, you know, like kind of dorky. Um, and he never. I don't think he was ever like kind of knows who he ever really was or who he's supposed to be, right? And then at some point, like in college or something, like he just got a huge growth spurt, and all of a sudden he could play basketball, and he was like seven yeah. footer, right? Yeah. But he still got like that little baby fat look to him. Yeah. Um, and he, he like his hair now. He's like changed his hairstyle, and it's like. It's like all of a sudden he like he went to college and then found like <laughs> reggae music and started smoking pot. Yeah. And now he like now he's into himself. He's got that little bit of confidence. Yeah, and like, he got laid a couple have... times, you know. Yeah. You know, and now he's kind of you know he's attractive to like girls kind of like him and people kind of yeah. think he's popular a little bit. But he's still kind of like a, a like a dork at heart, right? And he yeah. he like goes home like plays like legitimate computer games like on the computer. Like yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. A, he built his own computer. Right. Yeah. And like. Right. And he like. He's like sampling like reggae techno music and like he's like a DJ at home or something. You know. Like he's doing all these kind of like. He's just. He was doing like he's. He made like a three pointer at one point. He made like this weird like sort of hand gestures with both of his hands. And he like kind of brought him up to his head and then kind of like shot him down. Like and it was just like, you have you have no. Like he's athletic, but he kind of has like that kind of. Um. Like he, like he still hasn't grown into his body in a way. Like he's still kind of un- uncomfortable, like in his body in a way, because he's not kind of who he is in a way. I know it's kind of hard to explain. It just struck me. He's like, he's just this. I don't know, man. There's something about him. Well, I, and I don't know if I, it's good or bad. Like I don't, I, I don't. I'm not like, an eye on. huh? It's worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, I just it's something. It's just kind of weird. Like he's just, and then you know, he gets into this fight, and then after the after the game, apparently he posted on on social media. Uh, it was saying something like I ain't no like bitch or something, and then there was like four pictures of him, or like three pictures of him f- fighting Embiid, and like one of them was like in the, he had like Embiid in like a headlock before they went to the ground, and there was two other ones I don't remember what they were, and then the fourth one was like a picture of Embiid crying after the the playoffs last year. Of course, right? And it's like, dude, all right. So now you're like, now you're trying to get there, dude. Right. Get to that place. Exactly. First of all, get to the fucking playoffs. And they even have a chance in the playoffs of, of actually winning because I think whatever they did a year or two ago and they, they were swept. Like, you you try to be as good as Embiid, right? And, and then the they like, don't, but I, also don't I li- like, I like him. don't punk, don't try to punk Embiid with like this fight and then they throw something that has absolutely nothing to do with it with another photo in there to try to make him look bad. Well, I mean, Embiid did something that I don't know if I've ever seen before. Like, he, he was throwing those punches in the air, like, he got ejected. He got that crowd riled the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, that had to have sting, stung because Carl Anthony Towns has to feel like, oh man, I got fucking played. So he, of course, was going to do that instead of just waiting for the court next time when they play again right. in Minnesota. Right. It's going to be like straight up villain ball. The thing about Carl Anthony Towns that I do like is that he led the charge to get Saunders kid the head coach, the head coaching job in Minnesota, which I don't know if it would have happened without that. Yeah, I like that team, and I don't dislike Carl Anthony Towns. I, exactly. I, I just, I, you're right. He's just. He he's out of his league with like shit talking right now. Like, yeah, Embiid's he, a superstar. Carl Anthony Towns had that chance, and yeah, he's trying he's, to be somebody, and he's just not that guy yet. I don't think, right? He's, I, agree. I think he's trying to force like those those steps where you just you, maybe you're just not that dude. Like, you're a really good player, you're just not that. You're not that guy. No, you don't uh, have that kill. You don't have that killer thing. Right. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a whatever. I mean, I love I like I said, like I love the villain Sixers. I love being a fan of this team. I would hate them if I wasn't a fan of the Sixers. I would absolutely fucking hate them. 
<laughs> yeah. Every every part of it. Yeah. Especially now that Josh is there on the squad. Like they're just they're just assholes, dude. They're just assholes. <laughs> they got rid of every like TJ McConnell's gone, Bobby's gone. Like every like lovable person on yeah, that squad is right. fucking gone. It's right. Mike Scott and it's Kyle Quinn. It's fucking badasses, <laughs> dude. It's just, but that's the point, I think, of, right? I think they were. I think they kind of were like we're leaning into this. This is, I think, who yeah. we're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be. They're gonna be fun to watch all season. I, I, hate I, it. I, I love it. Uh, all right, you want to get into NFL? Yeah, picks? we need to get going on these. Okay, cool. Well, it shouldn't take long. Hopefully. Because NFL sucks. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched it, but it's fucking bad. I've, I've checked it out a little bit here and there. <laughs> I All try right. not to. Yeah. All right. So Thursday night, tonight's game, San well, Francisco. First of all, just to recap for everyone, we went, we both went eight and seven last week. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a, it was, which is good. That's a, that's a pretty good actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were, I think we, uh, we kind of picked a lot of the same games. So mm-hmm. that was bound to happen mm-hmm. that we were going to have a similar record. Uh, and, uh, you are, we're like two games difference. Yeah. So basically this is just the same bullshit as always. Yeah, All right. Right. And then, uh, I think this was like the, one of the first weeks where the, where the dogs, uh, the underdogs didn't win as many games as the favorites did. Right. Which I thought uh, was interesting, but the dogs are still by far like they're, I think plus 12 games, I think over favorites for the season. Okay, that's that's a good fact. Yeah, keep Thanks it in mind. Stat, Keep bud. it in mind. Keep it in mind. So you were saying tonight we've got a San Francisco at Arizona, correct? Yeah, right. And Arizona's the home dog, plus nine and a half. Mm. Um, I know everyone keeps. I I think the narrative out there a little bit is that Arizona might be overlooking, or San Francisco might be looking overlooking Arizona a little bit. It's a Thursday night game next week. They play Seattle in like a bigger kind of conference matchup. Uh, I don't. I've watched. San Francisco enough this year um, that they're intriguing enough where they're not a great team. I think they've got holes offensively. I think they're doing a lot of that to mask Jimmy Garoppolo and they're, you know, they're running the ball, keeping it out of his hands and they're playing great defense though. And they're getting after the ball on defense. And like last year, I don't think, I think they had like one or two turnovers and they blew past that. Like I think within the first game of the season this year, like, so, and they're, they're, with their pass rush and what they're able to do defensively is, is I think it takes a lot of the pressure off of Garoppolo offensively. Who's and their starting running back? Is it fucking? It's Tevin Coleman who gets probably the okay. majority of the things, and he ran for over 200 yards last week against Carolina, okay. who was a really so good Brita defense. Brita and Moster are like now they're complementary pieces, and they okay. yeah they kind of fill in as needed and stuff. Well, I, that's a that's a solid move then, because because running back com- by committee just didn't feel like the right fit. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, and I think they were. I think they had you know one guy was injured one week or here and there, so I think they were kind of forced into it a little bit. And whatnot. What I so what I my my takeaway with San Francisco though from what I've watched them is that they're not looking past anybody any game. I think they want to bring it and they want to punish people and they want to they want to uh, I think you know quote unquote that chip on their shoulder maybe a little bit and it's, it has a lot to do I think with Richard Sherman and his attitude and how right. he plays. I think that carries over. Um, this is kind of the they kind of, what they kind of do is, is is kind of the Seahawks method for the last five or six years is play tough defense, grind it out, running the ball. Um, uh, and, you know, kind of that, that style of system and whatnot. So I think San Francisco, nine and a half. In, in Arizona, like, I, they, I don't think they can do anything offensively, and they damn sure can't do anything defensively, I don't think. Right, right. Um, I think at some point, once San Francisco may start playing a little tougher competition, they might, you know, lose a few games here and there and whatnot. I, I'm not sure they're, they're actually like this 7-0 and or 8-0 and team, you know, that seems to be the best in the league, and everyone wants to put them in the Super Bowl now. But I'm going to take San Francisco giving up the points for the, for her this week. Okay. I 
I'm still not a San Francisco believer, okay. and I I I don't know why. I do love Kyler Murray. <laughs> I feel like if this was ten points, it'd be a definite Arizona lock. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to take a chance on prime time. Short weeks mean lead to lead yeah, to uh, shorter things. shorter lines. I feel like there I feel like those games are always close on short weeks. Like even like Minnesota playing against Redskins, that was a nine point game, right? So yeah, I feel like I would points. I and also another nine point game, San Francisco at Redskins. I uh, I'm gonna say that Arizona is at least as good as as the Redskins and we'll and we'll get this with the end of that. All right. I will say like Washington has actually a decent defense and they they played two teams. But Arizona has Kenyon Drake. (laughs) All right, I'm changing my pick. No, I'm not. All right, Sunday game, London. We're in London again, Chris. Yeah, this game's at like it's super early. Yeah, like, Super I think early. it's like eight a.m. Yeah, we're not watching. We're not watching. Yeah. No one's watching this yeah. one. Be- also, because it's Houston and Jacksonville, right? So, uh, I don't. I'm still. I, I mean, I'm watching the, Minshew. I want to watch Minshew, yeah, but that's I'm the only vibing, reason I'm watching. I'm vibing on Minshew. I like him. <laughs> He's my dude. Do you think? Do you think Minshew like you know rookie? Most rookies have to like you know carry other other the veterans' bags and like dress up funky sometimes on road games and whatnot. Oh, for sure, he still does. But he he does that on his own though. But yeah. he's also the starting quarterback who's winning games for them. I'm like, I don't know if he's carrying bags, but he's already dressing up in funky outfits. So I don't think they yeah, can get yeah. him with that. I think he doesn't have to dress funky outfits, but I definitely think he carries bags. All right. It, Interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't carry Nick Foles' bag, but he definitely <laughs> carries someone's Nick bag. Foles is carrying his bag, let's be honest. Yeah, I think. He yeah. can. His collarbone hurts. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jacksonville is technically the home team as and also the dog, plus one and a half. Yeah, this is a weird one. Uh, I – don't have a good feeling on Houston, I, but I, I, I think that one and a half is just like a, a reaction to last week. Uh, and I think Houston's the better team, even without J.J. Watt. Oh, so uh, I'll, I'll take Houston and, and wow. give up one and a half. I'm surprised on that one. Okay, I, I remember they played early in the year. I don't remember. I think Houston won that game. They did. Uh, but it was close, right? It was barely, and, and Leonard was. Fournette wasn't the same guy. He's been running better lately. I think Jacksonville... I think Jacksonville. I, I think Watt is going to hurt them defensively. Houston uh, hasn't been good. Uh, Texans won by one. Right. Just okay. Yeah. So I'll take Jacksonville in the points on this one. Okay. Yeah. Chicago oh, plus five against each other huh? in Philly. Head to head battle in it here. Chicago, Philadelphia <laughs> in a battle of who the fuck knows who's good anymore in this. Nobody cares about these two teams. I, yeah. Do you want to watch this game? Um. No. Not really. No. I think. I think that uh, – do you want my pick? No, you pick first because okay. this is an interesting one, and I, I, I want to know what your thoughts on Trubisky are. So Trubisky will, is – Will Trubisky finish this game? Yes. Okay. So there's there's the interesting sort of a thought here is that Philadelphia's secondary is so bad and their pass defense is so terrible that Trubisky could actually have a decent game here. And I'm not saying good, and I'm not even saying like – but just like just enough like where he might look – Good because he has like a kind of a good game and then he has a bad game and then he does terrible things and then whatever. So right. I think he, he he might do just enough for to keep giving fans false hope here. I think the funny thing here is that for the last week, Chicago fans and and media people, pundits or whatever you want to call them, were kind of like wishing and clamoring for them to trade for Andy Dalton. Like I think yeah, that's how bad it is in Chicago now. Is that when they want Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback? Because at least he gives them a chance potentially. Well, I think that what what it is is that everybody wants to see a team with this potentially good of a defense to have a chance to win games, right? And not go to waste and you know those kinds exactly. of things. I get it. 
I think Philadelphia's a little bit on of a roll here. I, I don't know. Like Chicago's defense, though, I, I'm not sure. It's it's not as good as last year, obviously. I think they've struggled in some games here and there. Philly's on a roll at home. Five points seems like a lot to give up, actually. But I'll I'll stick with Philly at home and give up five points. Are the Bill is the Bills the Bills defense as good as Chicago's defense? Um it's in your opinion. It's yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's as good or not. They're, the Bills' defense is really good uh, defensively in the passing game. Rushing is they can kind of give up. You know, they gave up I think a lot to or a fair amount to to uh, Adrian Peterson the other game. Like they've they've they kind of I don't want to say they struggle against the run, but they're not as effective against the run as they are against the pass. So, well, I mean, Philly put up thirty one against Buffalo, right? Exactly, uh, and and they did and it I by running Philly the can... ball and stuff. And I'm not sure they can do that against Chicago. But I think the, the problem is, like, Chicago's offense won't be able to sustain itself on the field enough, potentially, that it hurts their defense. And that's where, like, Philly can kind of maybe wear them down a little bit over the course of the game and sort of pull this thing out. I'm just – I'm worried that, like, five points is a lot in, in a close game of, the, uh, of these two. I, I, I probably should take with you. I probably I think should take that, Chicago. I think that Trubisky sucks. Jordan Howard has right. his, like – Right. His return home, come shove it up your ass game. Give me Philly. Okay. All right. All right. Next game, uh, Indianapolis minus one in Pittsburgh against the Mason Rudolph. Yeah, this is a – okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Miami threw that fucking game on Monday. There was a point in that game when Pittsburgh-Miami, when Miami was up 14 nothing, where you could get Steelers' money line at even odds, which meant if you bet 100, it's actually a little over. You get $106 back. Mm-hmm. We looked it up. It seemed like the easiest money in the world. I didn't – I didn't do it because I wanted to stay away from that game. But <laughs> Miami's losing games on purpose for sure. There was one pass where it was basically a punt. It was a third down pass, and 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 Fitzgerald threw it to the other Fitzgerald, and it was like the most obvious intentional interception ever, plus that blown coverage at half. Um, so I don't have a lot of faith in Pittsburgh because I think they, they yep. definitely, when, when Miami wanted to play, their defense looked suspect. Yeah. I I think one is is a it's just a, not it's enough. Crazy, I think right? Indianapolis is a much better team. Yeah, I don't understand this line at all. Actually, yeah, I I I feel like it's a it's a pretty safe bet for a team playing against another team who almost lost to Miami. Although, if they weren't so in, if like if you dive into Indianapolis a little bit, and I know you don't, but they're 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 finding ways to win that is is probably un unsustainable. Right, like they, I think they were terrible against Denver. Right, they were kind of terrible against Denver last week, and somehow they ended up winning that game. Like they, they're they're not doing a lot offensively uh, or defensively. And I thought their defense was going to be pretty good this year, but they, I, I feel like Indianapolis might have sort of their comeuppance here pretty soon. I they've not they've not won a game by more than seven points. Right, which see, which is another interesting thing. So they're winning close games. They're winning them ugly and dirty. So. This this could be one of those kind of trap games where they just they just fall flat where they like they did against Oakland or something like that maybe I but like you were saying I don't have confidence in, in Pittsburgh's offense to to do enough damage I don't think Connor's gonna play I, Benny Snell is out for weeks like so right. you're gonna have yeah Samuel Mason Mason Rudolph and Samuels yeah and Juju against the, against right like Frank the only Wright, thing the, the only kid? good thing no I, I took away and I watched that that game last week Pittsburgh Miami is that Rudolph just started forcing the ball to Juju and he was catching it. 
Yeah, he was also throwing behind all of his receivers. Right, like, right, exactly. So I, yeah, I like it was ugly. you know it was ugly and it wasn't. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I think Pittsburgh can beat the bad teams. I think they kind of lose to the good teams, and I think that's the case here. Agreed. All right, the next game is a little tricky because it's Minnesota at Kansas City. Right now, Kansas City is the home dog plus two and a half, but there is still a possibility that Mahomes plays in this game, and it probably won't yeah. happen until Sunday. Um, so you want to stay away from it because I, st- I I personally think Minnesota wins no matter what. Oh, interesting. I no, I think I think if if Mahomes play if he's healthy enough to play in this game, I think he's a huge difference maker. Um, and I think this is one of those games where Minnesota like against winning t- teams with winning records and like better quarterbacks kinds of things. Um, I would take Mahomes. So I would I would almost say even now, take take Kansas City in the points because if Mahomes comes back. I think and that more looked good. Interesting. He did. He did look of, pretty good. I actually, of, I might be with you on this. Actually, Matt Moore looked like a serviceable quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kansas City at home, though they've struggled at home this season. Getting two and a half against Minnesota, who I don't think are a legit team. Right. I'm gonna take Kansas City either way. I, I mean, we I, might I, Minnesota I, might be our like regret of the year of this team, like probably betting against them probably too much maybe. But I just. I, like you said, I'm not. It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, dude. it's Kirk Cousins, man. I'm, I'm buying into. It. Although the, there's the strength of them is, is to be able to run this ball, and they could probably do that against Kansas City. Although they might be getting two of their defensive players back, who's made yeah. A big and Casey's difference. defense looked good, like against the Broncos. Yeah. So who knows? I, mean, I don't know either, man. So uh, for now, I would say stay away. But if you want, if, if you have a feeling that like Mahomes is going to play in this game, you, why wouldn't you take Kansas City plus points? I like it. Okay. Uh, next game, Jets at Miami. This is a game we're going to watch. So I am still in my <laughs> – the same six teams or six people are still in uh, Harold's suicide pool because it's so easy to pick. You're just picking uh, against the, the Miami every week. Well, you don't even have to pick against Miami. I mean I did this past week, but other people took Minnesota like there or San Francisco. Like they're just – every week there seems to be like a, like a yeah. double-digit favorite. Yeah, right. This week is the week where there isn't. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I, I don't know if I should be taking what seems like an easy win for, mm. for, uh, the jets. Um, the jets but also jets. like it's the jets, right? Yeah. So it's like, ugh, they've had a lot of turmoil this last week with players and trades and, and, and disgruntled other guys that are still on the team who thought they may or getting, get traded. Like the jets seem to be kind of trying to follow Miami's lead here a little bit and, and kind of tank maybe a little bit, you know, maybe, and, but I, I don't know, man. I still think Miami is like for sure tanking. So I, I would take the money line jets, but I think I'd like Miami plus three. I think Miami only loses this game by like a, an intentionally missed field goal. So that, yeah. So that's kind of what my point was like, I'm a little surprised that Miami's getting only three points in this game. Like the, the Jets have like a supposedly they have a really decent defense. Like they've been tough against a lot of teams this year. Um, it's just their offense has been failing them. So with that notion and and kind of what what happened against uh, Pittsburgh last week and Buffalo the week before, like you were saying, Miami kind of was in it for the first half of both of those games. Right. And then and then they kind of like they and they you magically know, let it slip away. Right. <laughs> exactly. So does that happen again with the Jets? Although there's something about the Jets that are just, you know, and everyone's kind of saying like in, in, in if you read things in fantasy, like the Jets have a really favorable schedule in like the next six or seven games, right? And they should yeah. put up a lot of good points and, and the players and all these kinds of things and different things. But I feel like there's something weird about this Jets team all of a sudden that they're just sort of starting to really come apart of the seams. You like think? When they're supposed to be getting better, I feel like they're getting worse. Okay. 
However, it's it's Miami, and I, <laughs> Miami's not losing or not winning a game this year. I don't think. I think that's pretty obvious. Right. Um, so if, if this if this was like five or six points, seven points, I definitely take Miami. I don't think yeah. it's enough points for me for stay away from from the Jets though. Okay. Yeah. Even though I just put you down for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on, Tennessee plus three and a half in Carolina. Okay. This seems like a little overreaction to me, too, uh, points-wise, because Carolina got blown out by San Francisco. But you love Carolina. I love their defense. And I think this is the kind of game that they can kind of just manage the game, run Christian McCaffrey, have, have Allen, like, throw the ball around a little bit just to do enough, you know, maybe get five or six field goals. Um, and sort of kind of shut down maybe Tennessee enough to not be effective on offense. And Ryan Tannehill, like as, as good as he looked last week against the uh, Chargers or whoever it was. Um, was it the Chargers? No. I thought they played the Chargers the week before. It was, uh, it was I think that was the week before. They play, oh, they played Tampa Bay. Right. And they looked really good against Tampa Bay, and they ended up winning that game, although Tampa, you can argue Tampa probably blew that game for themselves. But... Um, the refs blew that game. The refs blew that game. Way. Yeah. So I don't I don't like know what Tennessee's real strength is here, if they can actually run against Carolina or whatnot. I Carolina's a home favorite, three and a half points. Just it it's it's not enough to to move the needle for me. Um I'll, I'll take Carolina at home. It's the safe money. Yeah. Uh but I like I I just think that there's something with the Tannehill Tennessee team. Mm-hmm. Four and four, still in the chase. Mm-hmm. Uh I've not I've I haven't been a Carolina believer all year. Yeah. Uh and I and I just I feel like maybe like a mid-season swoon here. Uh, three and a half is enough for me. Okay. I, I think I'll, I'll take Tennessee and Tannehill. Okay. Tana, Tennessee? Tannen? Do they yeah. call it Tennessee yet? <laughs> I feel like Carolina getting blown up by 50 points last week. Tannehill? Like if, if, they didn't, if they didn't get blown up by 50 points last week, I think this, this would probably be like six or seven. Where would you take it? Where would you take Tennessee? How many points would you uh, take? I would, I would probably get to like six, six and a half. Okay. Yeah, like two like two field goals doesn't seem like that big of a stretch to me. Like they won it close last week uh, against Tampa. Like we said, like that was that was a I don't know if that was within a um, that was within four points. So there's a lot of there's a lot of low over unders this week. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, like I think there's even a game like in the 30s. So, right. Right. Uh, and this is another one. This is like 41. So I mean I feel like there's a chance for if you think Carolina's going to win, then bet the over too because it means they'll put up points. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Next game: Washington plus nine and a half at Buffalo. Fuck if I know. I mean right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know who Washington's quarterback's going to be. Uh, yeah, case keep this game close, right? But if they switch out and put fucking Haskins in, that dude's garbage. Or, or so, Colt, yeah, right. So I, I feel like nine and a half is kind of a lot. I feel like because Buffalo's offense is close. garbage. Yeah, I, I, ugh, like ugh. you said this before. Washington played two games within ten points, right? Of the last two games of of uh, who the heck Playoff was it? Calibre. They were um, Eagle. No. Uh, it was. Uh, I lost it now. I can't. Vikings and Niners. Yeah, Vikings and Niners. Like they came both yeah. of those games close. Although one one was helped against the Niners because it was raining and was mud and that field was shit. Right. But. Is it going to be muddy and muddy? Uh, as much as I, I, hold, I mean, I I want to take Buffalo, but I think the I think the smart thing is to just take the nine and a half points in this one. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if they're okay, so it's nine and a half, but Vegas is also saying thirty-seven points for the over/under. Yeah, right. So where's the fucking where? Where does that? 
Where's that plus ten come from? The, the, like it doesn't like the the point just doesn't add, don't don't add up. Well, so, so I, I think so. There's I a mean, little. I think that we're all in agreement. This is going to be a low scoring game. So wouldn't you lead you to believe that it's not going to be a they won't win by ten or more? I think they they'll win by like eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, ten is kind of tricky. If this was if if this was ten or ten and a half, obviously I would take that. But right, um, I'll still they take nine and a half. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. I'll later. take. I'll take it and live with it as well. Okay. Detroit plus two in Oakland. I think and I th- get who the fuck knows what <laughs> what either one of these coaches. I think is this is on a week. Oakland. These teams are the these teams are the perfect. They're the same team. They're the same they're team. Perfectly matched. They're the same team. They they're are perfectly. They're mad. just the opposite. One's an offensive coach, one's a defensive coach, but they're the, the exact same person, basically, in a way. I'm. I will put my money. I'm. I think the beard and pencil maybe has just, just doesn't have it. No. I, they gave it. I a, mean, they who's gave a better shot. coach? Like, even if you do the who's a better coach, I don't fucking know. I think. I think Gruden's who's a, better a better coach. Running back. Like, who's a better? Uh, well, they have because because they have a better, Oakland has a better running back. Give me Oakland because they've got a better running back. Yeah. Like that's literally all I can give them. I, and, I don't know. Um, they're at home, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's oh, man, it's weird. Uh, the one thing I had for it is that this is Oakland's first game as as a favorite for the season, and I think I think they've been. Um, I think they've been undervalued the last couple of weeks, and they've been scoring some points. And I think I think that trend continues with this game. Great, lock so, it in. So I'm taking Oakland. Are you taking Oakland? Then is that what you yeah, said? Of course, okay, yeah. great. All right, just making sure. Okay, next game. I don't like this game at all. Tampa Bay plus six in Seattle. Yeah. Well, you want me to talk about it first because I know who I like. I got yeah. I'm going with your team. I got no confidence in Seattle. I don't think they can what stop. The fuck with that team, dude. I, what? I don't understand them at all. They're, dude, this is way too many points to be giving up, uh, especially against an offense that I just don't think they can kind of control and stop the way they want to. Me neither. I think Tampa Bay wins this game outright. Yeah, I, I, I think they might too, one, actually. Man. It feels like a – if you'll talk about looking past, like I just feel like Jameis Winston is fucking confusing as fuck. Like he who, he clearly has no conscience. Like He, he just he, throws the ball down the dude, field. That guy could throw the – that guy could throw – Five interceptions in a row and still fling the fucking ball. And yeah, I don't into know like if that's into like into like his receiver who's got three people on him. He'll still just yeah. he when in doubt, like he can't even throw the ball away. He'll just keep throwing it down the field. Hopefully his re- his receiver is just going to make a play for him. Basically, I think it's his it's attitude. Fucking, it's crazy. You man, can't teach I, this guy. He this guy is what he is. <laughs> exactly. He just exactly. wants to throw that ball as far as he can. I love him. I I I still think this is like my favorite team this season. I they're oh it's must see TV when they fucking play. This it's game will be, this game will be fun enough. as well. Yeah, it's my problem here is that I don't think Sounds Seattle's, like Ripley agrees with me. Yeah, she does. She's very strong about this one. I don't think uh, Seattle's offensive line can also shut down Tampa Bay's defense. They're also really good against the run, which Seattle wants to do and likes to do and tries to force it most of the time. And they also have Shaquille Barrett on defense for Tampa, who has over 10 sacks already for the season. I think he's going to tear up Seattle's offensive line and, like, sack Russell Wilson multiple times. Oh. You like, you like, the, uh, you like the Tampa Bay defense suddenly? I don't like the Tampa Bay defense, <laughs> but I think they're perfectly matched against Seattle for this week. <laughs> Cleveland at Denver in the Orange Oranger. Woo, the Orange Bowl. This is the Trump Bowl. The orange, <laughs> oh, the orange team wins. Oh, Jesus. They get to go to the White House. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland minus three in Denver. Denver is starting a, a quarterback that I don't even think has ever played before in his life. 
Where the fuck is Drew Locke? Like, give me a goddamn break. He's still injured, man. And he ain't good, dude. I don't think he's any good. He's good. Uh, that's debatable. Anyway, it's 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 John Elway. The guy can't pick quarterbacks, dude. So I have no confidence in that like, Drew Locke is going to be any good or not. I'm taking Cleveland to rebound, giving up three points on the road. Denver's offensive is garbage. Before with Flacco, the only thing I do like about Flacco now is that he called out his head coach and the offense how terrible it was. And that's why he's out for six weeks. And now they put him on IR. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. is not a coincidence. I like Cleveland this one too because minus three feels like a like a they could do it. They might come. To, is Kareem Hunt playing this game or is he next week? I think he's next week or the week after. He's still got a couple okay. a week or two away. I think. Um, I'm excited for. I'm excited for that. I did hear. I heard a, a Steelers radio commentator today, or a, a Pittsburgh uh, sports radio commentator today, uh, ask a question which was not that far off. He's like, "What's the difference between uh, Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel?" And everyone was like, "A oh. couple inches." Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like they're kind of the same. Dude. Yeah, they kind of are. Dude, that guy has got to. He's got to take some accountability for himself. Like, he keeps Shut complaining the about the refs and the real. whole thing. And I yeah. like him, man. I like his his attitude for the most part. And it's, you know, it's different and it's refreshing or whatever you want to call it. Um, I like his commercials where he's, like, vacuuming. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, stop doing commercials, brother. Win a game or two. Like, stop calling everyone else out here. Start get, Stop getting the, uh, like arguments with, with like, members Reporters. of the press and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like, just... Just, that's, that's that's the Browns beat reporter for the last fucking since ninety two. That guy's an instigator. He's a he's a dude yeah. who just wants to get in conflicts with everybody yeah. anyway. Like that exactly. guy's a hack. Yeah. Like stop falling for the bait and like exactly. Just, like I know this is who he is, and but but like you could still be you, you and just do it in a different way and not like like stop complaining about the the game. He's complaining about the rest was like a week what or I'm two weeks like, ago if now. You, if you can't if you can't handle Cleveland, Price, right. Where the fuck are you gonna yeah, go? Yeah, man. Yeah, you can't handle We're anything. Dying to love you, right? We're dying to love you. It's the best possible situation for you. Like put win these a games game. on you. You've been screwing yeah. up and you've been making a mess exactly. of this stuff. Like you you screwed up a uh, what what are they called the pitch or whatever like the handoff where he like tossed it to the running yeah. back except for he went yeah. right to the defensive player. Like that's a high school play. I feel like yeah. Like, exactly. if you screwed that up, man, like... Yeah. Okay. Green Bay minus three at the Chargers. How... The, okay, so... How, how is, is this, this game only three? three? Yeah, how is this game only three points? So, I do have a thing. So, remember a couple weeks ago I said that the galvanizing factor would be that loss against against Tennessee for, for the Chargers. And Joey Bosa had made that statement that said, like, we're not going to blame the refs. We're, this this will be something that brings us together, and since then they do seem like they kind of are coming together. Uh, this feels like one of those what you call a trap game. I, I feel like the Chargers maybe could could scare some people, but I would not put fucking money on yeah. it, especially because the Chargers don't have any home field advantage at all. Yeah, so right. Give and me they, Green Bay and the fact that Aaron Rodgers can throw to his running backs for yes. two hundred yards for two like, and two of them, either one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and the Chargers didn't beat the Bears last week. The, the Bears beat themselves, and they lost. The Bears lost that game themselves. I watched the end of that game. It was it was dreadful. It was awful. And then there's like I'm not I'm not buying the Chargers at all. There there's too much going on. They just fired their offensive coordinator. Come to where the flavor is, mm. Charger Country. <laughs> that cannot be their slogan. <laughs> Isn't that a Marlboro? Isn't that the Marlboro slogan? <laughs> it's a reusing it. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Uh, Sunday night game, New England in Baltimore. New England's favored a three and a half. Um, okay, you get to choose this one. Great. I think 
Baltimore, since they're not in New, in in Foxborough, Baltimore's at home. I think they give them a little bit of a run here. I'm surprised that this is only three and a half points as well. This kind of worries me at this point. I thought you know I thought New England would be like six or something maybe in this game, or maybe a touchdown here because their defense has been so dominant. But I feel like this is this is going to be the first Patriot test of their defense where they're going against an offense that not many people can figure out. That's you know, exactly right, Chris. That's you're totally right. Right. I'm not sure Baltimore even wins this game, so I, I, it's. I wish there was more points because that would be the easy take then here. So this one I've struggled with a little bit, but I'll still take. I think I'll still take Baltimore in the points. Don't do it. New England will win this game, but it will be the first time where people are like, "Oh wait, you can run the ball." It's on close, right? Yeah. So there's. It'll be the. It'll be the first time we see like a. a a chink in the armor, a, a word I mm-hmm. regret to yeah. use. Uh, I, I just, I, New England is probably going to be undefeated this year, and this might be their only test. Uh, three and a half does feel light, uh, but I'm still going to take New England. Great. You know what? I'm going to switch with it because I, I think I, what I was actually saying to myself or saying out loud was it makes more sense is that it's, this game is going to be close, but three and a half points isn't enough. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm switching. I'm going to New England. Last game, Monday night, Dallas minus seven. In New York against the division rival Giants. Are, is, <laughs> last time I think they played, you were going with this whole division rivalry thing, like Gi- Giants are going to kind of keep it close or upset them in this whole narrative. I think blah blah blah. That was didn't come, even come close. But they weren't at home in the <laughs> Meadowlands. <laughs> so you're sticking with that theory because I'm I'm taking Dallas. I think they run all over these guys. The Giants haven't won a game since they beat Washington uh, the first week after DJ became a hero. It's not that they haven't been putting up points, though. They have, and they've kept games close. It's It all depends on what Dallas team shows up. Yeah, um, right. But I feel like Dallas has kind of righted the ship. I think that this is – if this is honestly eight points, I take mm-hmm. the Giants, but I'm going to go with you. Dallas wins. Ah, fuck. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Give, Give me it. the fucking Live Giants it. one more week. Live it. Yes. Give me the Giants one more week. Give it. I must say this game ends in a field goal. The Dallas still wins, but let but let's uh give me Give me the G, man. What's going to happen in this game is it's going to be a push. I'm hoping that Cam Soda invents a uh G-Men G-Spot, where every time D, every time they flash over to Eli Manning and whether or not they should put him in the game, you get a vibration in your vagina. They should also do another one. Or in one. Eric Alvarez's case, his butthole. They should do Whatever. another one where it's, it looks like Jerry Jones and it just has him ripping off little slogans and sayings that go... <laughs> What we need here is a good. <laughs> I'm sticking with Jason Patrick. <laughs> Whatever his name is, Dan Patrick. Yeah, Patrick Patrick. Anyway, let's get the fuck out. Yeah, of here. we gotta go, Chris. Bye. Bye.